The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymoor, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Chapter 26 The Good Shepherd He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather together the lambs with his arm, and take them up in his bosom, and he himself shall carry them that are with young. When Jesus cured the man born blind and spoke to the Pharisees of their own blindness, they were fearful because there was such division among the people concerning Jesus. And they saw that many were flocking to him to listen to his teachings. And the scribes and the Pharisees went out among the people who were listening to Jesus. And they lifted up their voices and cried out for all to hear. That is right. Silence! Silence! Why do you listen? Why do you listen to him? Why do you listen to one who is mad and has a devil? No, not a devil. no, that is not Do so. not follow him. He will lead you as a false shepherd his flocks to their destruction. Once he has you in the fold, he will deliver you up to the devil. It's not true! It's not true, I tell you! The man is good! No! He's false! He is not! I he is not false! Listen! Listen, Jesus is speaking. Amen. Amen, I say to you. He who enters not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up another way, is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is shepherd of the sheep. 
To this man the gatekeeper opens, and sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them forth. When he has let out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. But a stranger they will not follow, but will flee from him, because they do not know the voice of strangers. Are we ignorant shepherds that you speak to us in this manner? We are men of the law and the scriptures. Sheep are no concern of ours. Amen, amen, I say to you. I am the door of the sheep. All who ever have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not heard them. I am the door. If anyone enter by me, he shall be safe and shall go in and out and find pastures. The thief comes only to steal and slay and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. If in this riddle you mean our people are the sheep and you a shepherd, I say again you are a false shepherd who would lure them to the devil. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. But the hireling, who is not a shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf snatches and scatters the sheep. But the hireling flees because he is a hireling and has no concern for the sheep. So because we say sheep are not our concern, you liken us to wolves and hirelings. I am the good shepherd, and I know mine, and mine know me, even as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for my sheep, and other sheep I have that are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to take it up again. Such is the command I have received from my Father. And going from Jerusalem, Jesus took the road to Jericho along Jordan and journeyed to Galilee, and the people who believed in him flocked to his side. From among these, Jesus appointed 72 disciples and sent them forth two by two before him into every town and place where he himself was about to come. And before sending them out, he instructed them in much the same manner as he had instructed the original twelve. Silence, please. The master is going to speak. The harvest indeed is abundant, but the laborers are few. 
Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest to send forth laborers into his harvest. Go, behold, I send you forth as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry neither purse, nor wallet, nor sandals, and greet no one on the way. Whatever house you enter first, say, Peace be to this house. And if a son of peace be there, your peace will rest upon him. But if not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they have. For the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. And whatever town you enter, and they receive you, eat what is set before you, and cure the sick who are there, and say to them, The kingdom of God is at hand to you. If a town receives us not, what must we do, Master? Whatever town you enter, they do not receive you. Go out into its streets and say, Even the dust from your town that cleaves to us we shake off against you. Yet know this, that the kingdom of God is at hand. I say to you, that it will be more tolerable for Sodom in that day than for that town. Master, shall we go unto Capernaum and the towns nearby that they may know of your coming? Woe to thee, Chorazin! Woe to thee, Bethsaida! For if in Tyre and Sidon had been worked the miracles that I have worked in you, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you it will be more tolerable in Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And thou, Capernaum, shalt thou be exalted to heaven? Thou shalt be thrust down to hell. For if the miracles had been worked in Sodom that had been worked in thee, it would have remained to this day. But I tell you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom on the day of judgment than for thee. He who hears you, hears me. And he who rejects you, rejects me. And he who rejects me, rejects him who sent me. Come, Peter has given the signal to start. Let us go and do as the master has told us. And the seventy-two divided into pairs, and they went into Galilee and to the surrounding towns, telling the people that Jesus was coming their way.
they went from town to town, and they worked miracles, and they cast out devils in Christ's name. And one day they returned to Jesus, and their hearts were joyful in what they had done. Master, we went forth into many places, and we did all as you commanded us. Lord, even the devils are subject to us in thy name. I was watching Satan fall as lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Lord, we rejoice in this. Do not rejoice that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice in this, that your names are written in heaven. Lord, a reward such as this we would gladly die to attain. I praise thee, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou didst hide these things from the wise and prudent, and didst reveal them to little ones. Yes, Father, for such was thy good pleasure. Of a truth, this power comes from God. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and him to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I say to you, many prophets and kings have desired to see what you see, and they have not seen it, and to hear what you hear, and they have not heard it. Now there was a scribe among the crowds that flocked around Jesus. And as Jesus was saying these things, the scribe was thinking to himself, This man says he has not come to destroy the law of Moses, but to fulfill it. Yet he has ignored the law of the Sabbath. I will test him, not on that, but on some great principle comparing what he says with what Moses has declared. I may get some evidence, if I can but trap him. I have it. I know what I'll ask him, and there are plenty of witnesses about to hear him answer. Master, Master, what must I do to gain eternal life? What is written in the law? Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy whole heart and with thy whole soul and with thy whole strength and with thy whole mind and thy neighbor as thyself. Ah, he looks at me. Will he dare correct this or add to it or nullify it in some way? I hope he does. But if not, if he agrees... I have another question ready. Thou hast answered rightly. Do this, and thou shalt live. <laughs> Why ask such a question? It's written. Anyone knows that. And who is my neighbor? Ah, I see what he's after. The answer's simple. The man next door is your neighbor. 
a certain man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell in with robbers, who after both stripping him and beating him, went their way, leaving him half dead. Master, I dislike to interrupt, but you're not answering the question. But as it happened, a certain priest was going down the same way, and when he saw him, he passed by, and likewise a Levite also. When he was near the place and saw him, passed by. Very interesting, but it's irrelevant. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came upon him, and seeing him was moved with compassion. He went up to him, bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine, and setting him on his own beast, he brought him to an inn and took care of him. Master, I protest this rambling. If this were a court of law, I Be would... Be still! Let Jesus tell his story. You're not in court. But he's avoiding my question. Quiet! And the next day, he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper and said, Take care of him, and whatever more thou spendest, I on my way back will repay thee. Very considerate. But now, if I may, I'll repeat my question. Which of these three, in thy opinion, proved himself neighbor to the man who fell among robbers? I'm not interested in these three. I'm only... Scribe, is it not a fair question? But it's I who am questioning him. Perhaps if you answer the master's question, you will get the answer to yours. Are you afraid to answer? I'm not afraid to answer. I merely want to proceed according to the rules of evidence and questioning. It's a simple question. Any of us could answer it. Which of the three proved himself a neighbor to the unfortunate man? The priest, the Levite, or the Samaritan who took pity on him? Well, he who took pity on him. Go, and do thou also in like manner. Ah, that is right, right. Have you not answered your own question? I, I have my answer. He who is in need of compassion is neighbor. And he who extends his compassion and help loves his neighbor as himself. That is a logical conclusion. And when Jesus had told the parable of the Good Samaritan, he left that place and journeyed toward Jerusalem. And he came to the house at Bethania of Martha and Mary, who knew and loved Jesus. You must come in and rest and stay as long as you wish. Mary! Mary! Jesus has come to visit us. Ah, that girl worships you, Jesus. But how silent she is whenever you are here. All she wants to do is sit before you and listen. Oh, but you must be hungry and tired. You sit here and rest, and Mary and I will prepare the food. I expect my brother back before dark, and he will be overjoyed to see you. And Martha hurried to the kitchen to prepare a meal. Mary! 
the table prepared? The evening meal will be ready soon. Oh, there's the water boiling over into the fire. Mary, come here a moment. Where is that girl? Never here when she's needed. And if Mary heard her sister call, she did not heed her wish. For she sat at Jesus' feet and listened to him speak the words which held the multitudes and changed men's hearts. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they shall be satisfied. Not think that I have come to destroy the law or the prophets. I've not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Do not be anxious for thy life, what you shall eat, nor yet for your body what you shall put on. Is not the life a greater thing than the food? and the body than the clothing. Mary, come help me in the kitchen. Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we put on? For your father knows that you need all these things. Mary! But seek first the kingdom of God and his justice, and all these things shall be given to you besides. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will have anxieties of its own. Sufficient for the day is its own troubles. Mary, why haven't you prepared the table? Here it is, time to place the food before our guest, and not a thing done. Where can she be? There you are. Mary, I asked you to arrange the table. I told you Jesus was tired and didn't want to be disturbed. And I find you here and nothing done. Nothing. Lord, is it no concern of thine that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her, therefore, to help me. Martha. Martha, thou art anxious and troubled about many things. About your supper, and water boiling over, and having things hot, and the table not prepared, and Mary, who seems troubled about nothing when you're here, except to sit at your feet and adore you. And yet, only one thing is needful. But I'm trying to teach her how to run a household, and to do her part, especially when we have company, when I need her most. Mary has chosen the best part and it will not be taken away from her. Ah, the best part. Yes, I see. One has only to look at her face. Stay where you are, Mary. I'll attend to the supper. And Martha, seeing the spiritual glow 
that had come to Mary at the feet of Jesus, realized indeed that she had chosen that which would never be taken away from her. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather together the lambs with his arms and take them up in his bosom. And he himself shall carry them that are with young. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement Graymore. Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen. Amen.